0: Food Heals Podcast, Episode 78.
1: And so if you want to avoid taking a blue pill, just eat a couple of green leaves, you know? Well, that's, that's a great
0: quote. Cool. That's a tweetable right there. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself.
1: Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.
0: All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Chef AJ, who has been devoted to a plant-based diet for almost 40 years. Chef AJ is the host of the television series Healthy Living with Chef AJ, which airs on Foodie TV. She has also made appearances on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Um, that's amazing. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Tonight Show with Jay Leno and The Late
2: Show with David Letterman. Chef AJ is a culinary instructor and author of the popular book, Unprocessed, How to Achieve Vibrant Health and Your Ideal Weight, which chronicles her journey from a junk food vegan faced with a diagnosis of precancerous polyps to learning how to create foods that nourish and heal the body.
0: But before we get to our interview with Chef AJ, we have to tell you about today's sponsor.
2: Today's podcast is sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. Acuity allows you to schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. Are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If so, we've got the solution for you. Yes, if
0: you're a small business owner, maybe a massage business like Susie's, or a podcast like us, where you have to schedule appointments on a regular basis, Acuity is the only scheduling tool and time management tool you will ever need. You're here to make yourself money not make yourself crazy. And we've been there. Yeah, we have. We've gone crazy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But Acuity took the Food Heals podcast to the next level and really changed our business. You know, before we had Acuity, we were spending all this wasted time on emails back and forth. Can you make it at this time? Can you make it that time? Like, it's a total nightmare, right, Suze? Absolutely. You know, and so it's so much better now. It's so much easier. The entire process is automated, and we're saving all this time. And time is money, so we're
2: saving money. Yes. Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance, sparing you 89% of current headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of frustration. I've never had a grunt of frustration. Just kidding. I have them all the time. (laughs) Yeah, but you're so
0: ladylike about that.
1: Aw, thanks. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Anyway, if a client needs to reschedule, they can do it themselves without ever bothering you with an email. And that has been a lifesaver for Susie and I, because when you get home at night and you have all the emails to respond to, to schedule something the next day, it is Torture, right? And when
2: you have many things going on, as you and I both do, and as our clients do, they often have multiple businesses, things come up. Yeah. And so to find a time that works for everybody was just an endless sea of emails back and forth. Yes. I can't believe how did we do it before Acuity? I
0: don't know. I don't know. It was a lot of time wasted, but now it's so seamless. It's great. Never let another client fall through the cracks, miss a beat, or lose a booking. You'll get notified anytime a new appointment is booked. Check your schedule right from your phone and even tell Acuity to automatically update the calendars you already use, like Google, Outlook, iCal,
2: or Office 365. And I just love how the booking goes straight to my iCal. I know. I love that too. Mm -hmm. Gain an instant professional edge and be able to compete with the big guys, no matter how small your business. Or big your business. That's right. (laughs) Automatically, you can
0: send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, and follow-ups via email or text message. And... Then, if you need to accept payments, you can accept payments and tips through Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, and Authorize.net with the click of a button. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. I mean, that's a really amazing deal, Food Heals Nation. It's usually 14 days, but you can try it out with our discount for 45 days. See if it works for you. If it doesn't, try something else, but I'm, I'm betting it will. I can't imagine how it wouldn't. Yeah, and it's really affordable if you do decide to do it. It's a low monthly fee. They even have a free version if you don't need all the bells
2: and whistles. So there's different tiers you can choose from. AcuityScheduling.com slash Food Next up, our interview with Chef AJ.
1: The Food Hills Podcast starts now.
2: Today we're here with an amazing
0: guest, Chef AJ. Based in Los Angeles, Chef AJ teaches a monthly sold out seminar featuring cooking instruction, nutritional science, and song parodies, all delivered with comedic panache. Never content to leave her audience with a mere just do it advice. She teaches how to create meals to transform their health, how to deal with food cravings and food addiction, and addresses the emotional side of eating.
2: Chef AJ is the creator of the Ultimate Weight Loss Program, which has helped hundreds of people achieve the health and the body that they deserve. Chef AJ just came back from a week on the holistic holiday at Sea Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Chef AJ.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks so
0: much for having me. Thanks for being here. We're excited to talk to you. Thank you. Same here. So we just went over your bio, but in your own words, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do.
1: Okay, great. Um, well, my name's Chef AJ, as you said, and I've been vegan now for almost forty years, but a chef for about twenty years. And I was somebody who was, you know, quite overweight and obese as a child. And even though I was vegan, I still did not have very good health. I was almost two hundred pounds. I had the beginning of colon cancer, and when I learned that food, like you say, food really does heal, and I changed my diet, not just from a junk food vegan diet. I, to a to what is like a health promoting vegan diet like i lost weight my energy improved i reversed my, my precancerous polyps and my life completely changed and that was about 13 years ago and i was so excited by this information that i just made it my mission to share it with as many people as i could that is beautiful. So how old were you when you got this diagnosis? I was 43 and I'm 56 now. Mm-hmm. So I was 43 years old. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I had some health benefits from being vegan. I had low cholesterol. I didn't have heart disease. I didn't have diabetes. But, you know, this you, you can only escape uh, the ravages of the standard American diet so long. I mean, you know, it will catch up with you at some point. Nobody gets out of it alive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I know one of your big things is about eating unprocessed foods and avoiding yeah. sugar sugar,
1: and processed food. So do you think that was part of the problem? Oh, I know that was the entire problem because I hadn't eaten animal products or dairy in, you know, in 26 years. But what did I eat? I ate sugar and flour and oil and salt and, you know, you know, potato chips are vegan and and sodas vegan. And that's all I ate was, I didn't eat food. I didn't eat any fruits and vegetables till I was 43. And, you know, that's a recipe for disaster right there. Now that's all I eat. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's awesome. My mouth just dropped open. I'm like, you're vegan, but you didn't eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I
1: know. My, my husband used to joke that I was the only vegetarian that didn't eat fruits and vegetables that, he, that I thought Skittles were a fruit. And I did. You know, they were fruity flavored. They were the color of the rainbow. That was crazy, huh? I mean, who knew? I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know about food addiction back then, and I didn't know I was a food addict because that's why I couldn't stop.
0: You know, it's really interesting because a lot of people think when they go vegan, they are being healthier, but there are so many choices that you have to make as a vegan, as a vegetarian, to keep yourself healthy. It's not, you know, a clean bill of health just to not eat those products. You have right. to also incorporate exactly. the good products as well. and cut Absolutely. The that's why,
1: you know, Dr. McDougall lectures about what he calls the fat vegan, because there are a lot of junk food vegans. I mean, it's still, you know, there's still benefits in going vegan, I believe. I mean, it's certainly better for the animals and it's certainly better for the planet. But if you don't eat fruits and vegetables and you just eat processed food, whether it's vegan or not, you're not going to be your best self and your healthiest self. And I think at some point that's that's going to show, or or going to come down with some kind of disease. Uh because of it. Yeah,
0: no, we totally agree. So how did you start to deal with your cravings and your food addictions and get rid of that
1: processed food and really make that shift? Well, you, you just have to do it. I mean, I, I, this is something like, you know, if you're not, if you're an addict, if you're an alcoholic, for example, and you decide to become sober, you don't become s- sober by, by drinking less alcohol or by switching from, you know, vodka to light beer. You, you become sober by completely abstaining from alcohol. And really that is the only thing that works for addiction. Moderate Moderation does well first of all I don't believe moderation works at all anyway but it certainly doesn't work for addiction and so I just had to make the decision to, to, to stop all those foods and I couldn't do it alone at home I went to a place called the Optimum Health Institute in San Diego you know I went to a live-in place and there's many of these places there's places in santa Rosa like the mcDougal program and true North health so there's places you can go that, that makes the detox easier but at some point you know it's like ripping a band-aid off you just have to do it you know if you do it slow I think it actually hurts more That's great
0: advice. So how long did you do the program for until you were able to leave and then incorporate it into your day-to-day life?
1: Well, um, the AfterMATH health program is three weeks, and I did one week uh, when I first went, and then I went to their other campus in Austin and did a second week. I actually never completed my third week, but you know, it's like I always say, going unprocessed is a process. It didn't (laughs) happen overnight. I mean, there were were slips and slides along the way and bumps in the road, but you know, you just, the thing is, is you can never, you can't say that, well, you know, uh, I'm never going to relapse. That doesn't generally work. You just have to know what to do when it happens, and you just have to pick yourself back up and just get right back on your plan immediately. So, you know, it was... It was, it was a process it, it wasn't perfect overnight but I was I was way better you know and and it started with abstaining from the foods that are the most highly addictive sh- sugar flour and alcohol
0: so what would you say was the tipping point that sent you on your journey to really change your life like what made you make that decision
1: <laughs> well I woke up bleeding and I mean really bleeding bleeding profusely and that's without that was the tipping point because that was not fun and yeah. I, you know and so uh, you know and you know all my relatives had, had either had or died from these life lifestyle related diseases which I didn't realize were lifestyle related you know it's just when you grow up with with fat sick people in your family you know you just assume that you get to a certain age and you inject insulin in your belly every day and that these things are normal and it really wasn't until I went to optimum health that I learned for the first time let alone from people that were doctors and nurses that what we eat have a has a profound effect not only on how we look and how we feel but what diseases we actually acquire and which ones we can reverse and I realized that you know almost all the diseases that Americans are suffering from certainly heart disease, you know, these are preventable illnesses. These are lifestyle related illnesses and genetics really only pays a very small part. Genetics loads the gun, but it's what you eat. It's your lifestyle that pulls the trigger. And so, you know, once I learned this information, it was like, gosh, why didn't anybody tell me this? You know, cause maybe I could have made better choices sooner. I don't know if I would have, but at least it would have been nice to know. Absolutely. So what are you eating today? Like, how are you sustaining your health? Uh, uh, sweet potatoes are, the, my, are my primary source of calories, but I eat I, I eat what's called uh, ad libitum. I eat as much as I want, as often as I want, whenever I want, but of the right foods. And the foods are the fruits, the vegetables, the whole grains, and legumes. And that's what I eat. I don't eat processed food at all. I don't eat any sugar, oil, or salt. And I definitely don't drink alcohol. And I, I limit my high-fat foods. I mean, I, I think the whole food fats like nuts, seeds, and avocado are very healthy. But as a food addict, these can be real trigger foods for me, They're these delicious, luscious, higher-fat Bad food, so I, I, I kind of abstain for them or at least limit them, And but I get to eat as much as I want now and, and remain slim. I mean, I'm thinner than I've ever been in my life, but I get to eat way more food, and it's, it's really fun, and it's really delicious.
0: That's awesome. I love this yeah. philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to the program that you did, what really do they do there that makes you get rid of the cravings, or you just have to do that yourself? Do they have the emotional component?
1: Well, they they did at Optimum Health. There were there were classes with psychologists, and they, they were very very helpful. But I think w- what they do to support you as you're detoxing is they're giving you the most nourishing food there. They they grow their own organic food there, and you're that's all you're eating are sprouts and seed cheeses and fruits and vegetables and juices. So you're eating very very high nutrient foods. At the same time, you know you're doing things like wheatgrass and Rejuvelac and 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 things like that. So you're not only abstaining from the harmful foods, but they're feeding you just very very nourishing healing foods which which really helps but you know it does take some time it's not like you know you just it doesn't happen overnight and I think the longer you've eaten in a health destructive manner maybe the longer the detox can take but that's why it's so great to go to a place and do it in an environment of complete rest when you don't have to work and don't have any other stressors going on. So that's why these places can be really helpful for people making the change. And also, you're with a group of like-minded people that are making the same changes, and it's actually easier And when you have that kind of group support.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think having a community and doing it with other people is so helpful because it's hard to start something new on your own when you don't have the support of your family, your friends, maybe not even your doctor.
1: Yeah, it, it, absolutely. That's why these places are so great because community is really important and, and that that can be a deal breaker for some people. And that's why some people really don't make these lifestyle changes is because they don't want to be, you know, the fish out of water, the odd man out, because it's so important to many people what their families and friends think of them that they don't want to, They can't dare to be different, even if it means saving their own life. Yeah.
0: And what did you find psychologically? We know that food addiction is very physical, but it's also psychological. Yeah. How did you clear your psychological addiction? You
1: know, I, I did programs. I mean, I work with individual people. I mean, there's a wonderful book called Shrink Yourself by Dr. Roger Gould that I think is probably the best book on emotional eating, and he also has a program by the same name. And I did that, and that was really helpful. But, you know, you, you I don't know if you ever really overcome an addiction completely. I think you just change it for healthier ones. And so I had to start instituting healthy behaviors like regular exercise, which I had never done and the, and meditation. And so you need to put in good things. If you're taking out bad things, you can't just stop doing a behavior. You have to supplement it with something that's going to nourish you in other ways. You know, Dr. Peak, who wrote The Hunger Fix, calls it mind, muscle and mouth. So it's not just changing the diet. You have to you've got to move the body and you've got to do something to nurture your mind like yoga and meditation, those kind of things. So that's that's what that's what I did. And that's what I still do, you know, because I don't think you ever really recover from any addiction. I think you, you can manage it and you manage it by doing health-promoting behaviors every single day. You know, it's like that's why why they get that saying in in AA, one day at a time, and that's really what it is. And that's how life should be lived anyway. I mean, it's really all you can do.
0: Tell us a little bit about... How you then took your new learnings, took your new life, and transformed this into your career. You said, This is all you wanted to do. And now you have a website and a book, and you're doing. Oh, your yeah. Proof. And a pro- well,
1: because, well, <laughs> you know, people were, you know, when people see a change in you physically, especially, you know, when you lose 50 pounds, you know, we have more than two-thirds, more, actually, I think it's more than three-fourths now of Americans who are overweight and more than half of those are obese and so when somebody loses a significant amount of weight, you know, people notice and it's like, hey, what would you do? And you know, I would tell people but it just, it, it, until I created like a program and I actually, I, I run it in Los Angeles Live but I also run it online, the Ultimate Weight Loss Program, I, then I had a context where I could just teach people what I did and you know, it's funny because the people that do it are having the exact same results. I mean, there were, you know, you see on these commercials like results are aren't typical i'm telling you results are typical if you follow the program and it's really just eating fruits vegetables whole grains and legumes i mean eating real food as much as you want but not eating processed foods is is in animal products and it's it's amazing that i i mean like i'll i travel a lot and i'll meet people that are in my program i don't know everybody by name because there's so many and they'll say oh my god i followed your program i lost 200 pounds i'm like wow i mean that's amazing thank you you know i mean it's so it makes you feel so good that you're able to help people, and uh, and but mainly that it works and that it's sustainable and that it's delicious and it's really not that hard. The hard part is starting, you know, and the hard part because. When you're addicted to something, the thought of not having it again, it can be really difficult, and that's why we don't say at the beginning, "You can never have sugar, flour, and alcohol again." But the reality is, is to recover. That that is the truth. You know, we tell people, "Let's just try this for do an experiment for 21 or 30 days. We can do anything for 30 days." And then what happens is, at the end of that month, they feel so good, they've lost so much weight that they're they're getting a taste of what recovery is like. And and that doesn't mean to say that some don't relapse, and but but at least you got that foundation of. Of what what health can feel like, you know.
2: I always find it so amazing when you see these commercials, usually for medications, where it says when diet and exercise don't work, and it's like they always work they if you actually work. do it. No, but my God. but that cracks me up, that oh, commercial. it it actually makes me mad because it's like they're lying right now. Yeah, they're giving people a way out, and they're not saying hey. The biggest problem is your lifestyle, the way you're not taking care of your body, what you know, and the bad stuff you're putting in. Maybe you should swap that out and move a bit more, and things will get better. But they don't say that. They say, when diet and exercise fail, pop this pill. It makes me mad. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or when, I love the one that says, if, if you have an erection lasting over four hours, and they don't tell you that, that, that impotence is caused by heart disease and that by the time a man you know has um, impotence he's already got advanced heart disease and that changing their diet will completely alleviate their impotence you know they don't tell you anything
0: wow I did not know that I'd heard of that before um, yeah (laughs) Dr.
1: Terry Mason from the movie Forks Over Knives he says if you have vascular disease anywhere you have it everywhere and and he always talks about impotence being the canary in the coal mine the heart disease in the male often starts with the penis because those smaller smaller arteries often get blocked first Mm. and so if you want to avoid taking a blue pill just eat a couple of green leaves you know That's That's a great
0: quote. That's a tweetable right
1: there. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, So tell us about your book. So my book, Unprocessed, was written about five years ago. I'm writing my new book right now, The Secrets to Ultimate Weight Loss. And it's still a really good book. It tells part of my life story. And the recipes are all unprocessed. So the thing is, is they're not all low-fat. So there's nuts and seeds and avocado. It's still a great book for transitioning families or people. And I used to be a pastry chef at Sante Restaurant in Los Angeles for five years. And so a lot of those dessert recipes are just awesome. They're made with dates and nuts. And so that's, that's what the book is. About, but it's it's really just about the you know processed food isn't food. Uh, anything that comes in a can, a box, a bottle, or a bag, you may like it. It's you might be able to afford it. It's socially acceptable. It's readily available. But processed food isn't food. And I talk about how Jack Lelaine used to say 13 words that if everyone live their life by, they'd never be overweight and they'd never be sick, which is if God made it eat it. If man made it, don't eat it. And whether somebody's vegan or not vegan, processed food isn't food. And ninety percent of what you see in a store isn't food. Cans, boxes, bottles, and bags, that's not food. Food is supposed to come from a plant, not be manufactured in a plant. And I've been saying this for, you know, over six years now to anyone who would listen. It, it processed food isn't food. And that's, that's my message, and I'm sticking to it.
0: I love it. I mean, we totally agree, obviously. I love the way you just phrased that. And can you please say the Jack LaLanne quote
1: again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, I love him. He said, if God made it, eat it. If man made it, don't eat it. And so, you know, when you eat food in a box, you better, you may as well just eat the box because that's where all the fiber is anyway. I mean, there's more, there's nothing in processed food. It's just not food. It's nutritionally void of everything, you know, sugar and flour. Those aren't foods. Those are powders and we're not supposed to eat powder. We're supposed to eat food.
0: Yeah, I have the Jack LaLanne juicer, so I I like him. I think
1: he's hilarious. He was before his time. He knew how good fruits and vegetables and exercise were, you know, and a lot of people probably thought he was crazy in the 60s. But look, look look at his longevity and look at his level of health throughout his whole life. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And his passion. And he was, you know, i understanding, he was doing it in his 90s, you know, him in the lane. I mean, that's what I I heard on Howard Stern. And He was a real, (laughs) (laughs) he didn't have any problem in that area. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll be right back with Chef AJ's tips for recovering from food addictions. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals Podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If
2: so, we've got the solution for you. That's right. If you own a massage business, a therapy practice, a yoga studio, and we know many of you do, or even host a podcast like us, Acuity is the only scheduling and time management tool you will ever need. Take it from us, Acuity allows you to schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. And automate your client bookings, cancellations, reminders, and even payment with one click and zero frustration. You're here to make yourself
0: money, not make yourself crazy.
2: Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance, sparing you those stress headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of
0: frustration. Before we had Acuity, we were spending a ton of time and energy with back and forth emails, trying to book guests and sending them questions and having to constantly follow up and send reminders but Acuity changed everything. Yep, Acuity has completely automated our process and freed up our time to focus on the things we love to do, like providing our Food Heals nation with high quality content.
2: Yes, so now instead of a mess of emails, we send our guest a booking link. They choose a time that works for them. They fill out our information form, which includes links to their website, their bio, their photo, and all the information we need, all in one place. Then the booking syncs automatically with our calendars, and poof, we're done. Such a time saver. Such a
0: lifesaver. And Acuity does so much more. Yes, you can automatically send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, and follow-ups via email or text message, and even accept payments and tips through Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, and
2: Authorize.net with a click of a button. Get started today. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. That's an amazing deal,
0: Food Heals Nation. It's usually 14 days, but we scored an exclusive discount for you, acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. We love it, and we know you will, too. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Chef AJ. Chef AJ holds a certificate in plant-based nutrition from E. Cornell
2: University and is a member of the American College of
0: Lifestyle Medicine.
2: Chef AJ is also creator of Healthy Taste of LA and the YouTube cooking show The Chef and the Dietitian and is proud to say that her IQ is higher than her cholesterol. <laughs> I
0: love that. It really is. I hope mine is too. (laughs) I need to look that up. So let's talk about food addiction because I know it's something you're really passionate about. Um, What are some tips? Because I know that I have food addictions and I'm sitting here doing the Food Heals podcast. And I mean, Susie, I don't know how you feel, but there are things that I don't feel like I can give up right now. So what are some tips for people like
1: us who are healthy? but Yeah, well, well, you know, like, you know, uh, I don't think there's like a, 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 like with food addiction, like if you, with, with with diabetes, the doctor can, you know, stick your finger and give you a number what your blood sugar is and that's, and, and like, I think with food addiction, it, it exists on a continuum and so people have different vulnerabilities to it and I think depending on where you are in your life, your level of stress, is there are times that, that it could be worse than others and so the, the thing I always say to people is first of all, like what are your goals? Because the thing is, is if you are, if, if, if you're not overweight and or you don't want to lose weight weight and if your health is really good and if it's not impacting you you may not be able to change it at this point in time because usually you know people that have some kind of illness are generally more highly motivated and and the thing is is things like sugar flour these are insidious they're in everything and 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 so it's it's not an easy thing to just you know say one day hey i'm going to abstain from all this stuff for the rest of my life so what i usually start with people that aren't aren't in some kind of a health crisis is to have them just add more real whole food, especially fruits and vegetables, but especially vegetables. Because mm-hmm. Americans eat 92% of their calories from animal products and processed food and less than 10% from fruits and vegetables. And most Americans eat something like 3% of their calories from vegetables. So instead of just taking away the bad foods, because people tend to freak out when you do that, I try to put in the best foods possible, crowd them out, and getting people to have more vegetables any way they can. You know, it's smoothies for example, green smoothies are a way for people especially that don't like vegetables at first to get you know some greens into them but the more they eat vegetables the more they'll like it and hopefully the more it'll crowd out some of the other foods they're eating and you know you can actually start getting cravings for these healthier foods like greens and so that's where i start with people is giving them delicious recipes that are that are vegetable based to get they need to just start eating more vegetables and that that really does help because you know when you eat those things especially the greens it really does help cut your cravings for the sweets so so that's another great reason to do it. And that's really where I start with people that are, that don't want to, you know, go the abstinent route right away. Uh, the other thing I do is, you know, uh, is, is ask them to just, you know, do it for 21 days. Just do it, do it and experiment, you know, and not say to themselves, oh, I'm never going to have a cookie again. I'm never going to have ice cream again. But most people can do things. You know, we have a holiday called Lent where people have given up things they've loved historically for 30 days. And so to ask somebody to do that for 21 days generally is reasonable. It, if, They can't, then they really probably know they have a problem with these addictive substances. Because you know, some people can't go a day, some people can't go a meal without sugar, you know, Mm -hmm. or caffeine or alcohol. So, so um, you know, it's it's a good experiment to to ask people to try if if they're willing. But again, if if they're healthy, if they're looking good. You know, it, it might be difficult to get them to make a change. Usually, when people come to the Ultimate Weight Loss Program, I'm sort of the last stop on the train. I'm not getting these twenty year old, you know, mod Well, actually, I do get a little few twenty year old models that have to actually be thinner for their job. But in in general, these are people that have tried everything and have failed. And this is, and then when they do this, this this they're generally serious about making changes. So, you know, it's again, you got to know what your goals are, and uh, that's where I start with people uh, because you know even though things like sugar and flour and dairy are addictive, not everybody that consumes these products, uh, you know, are, are food addicts or just like not everyone that drinks alcohol is an alcoholic. And so some people vary in the degree to which they can have this stuff and, and, and have health, you know what I mean? But just because it's not addictive, it's it's still not healthy. I mean, you know, sugar, sugar is basically poison. It's just, there's, there's nothing good that I can say about it, but it, and it's in everything. And so that's the thing. If you eat processed food, it's, if there's, there were two great books written on the subject, the end of overeating by the former head of the FDA, Dr. David Kessler and salt, sugar, and fat, how the food giants hooked us by investigative uh, journalist, Pulitzer prize winning author, Michael Moss, where he talked, they both talked about how processed food was addictive, how sugar is addictive, fat is addictive and salt is addictive. And the processed food industry put all three of these items in just about every single, one of their products and so if americans are eating 67 to 72 percent of their calories from processed food well pretty much they are addicted to this stuff you know so just eat, eat more real food cook your meals yourself get an instant pot electric pressure cooker make food you know get back to eating foods that your grandmother would recognize as food Absolutely, I think
0: this is really great advice and I just want to clarify um, your definition of sugar because I know that there are a lot of kind of types of sugar so are we talking about only processed sugar? Are we talking about fruit sugar? Can uh, you kind of make that yeah. distinction?
1: I think that sugar is sugar and they're all bad, but some are worse. Obviously, high fructose, yeah. corn syrup, agave, I would put in that category because agave is is over 90% fructose, which is metabolized in the liver. So I think any processed sugar is bad. Some are worse. You know, These people say, oh, well, it's coconut sugar. Well, you can't make it. Nobody can make sugar, but you can make date paste like I do in my book on process. I mean, I don't have a problem with unless somebody's, you know, like, you know, type one diabetic, I don't recommend them just gorging on dates, but fruit is is a whole natural food. And even though fruit may be high in sugar, it's balanced by the fact that it's full of water and full of fiber and vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals and antioxidants and micronutrients, which mitigate the absorption of the sugars in the fruit. So I don't consider fruit sugar. I, I don't want people to sit there and eat pounds and pounds of dates, but I would much rather people eat whole natural fruit and and then, than eating any processed sugar. You know, the USDA and the America- Cancer Society, American Heart Association says that we don't need to have any sugar at all. And that if, if we're going to use any of these discretionary calories, it should be no more than 5% of our total calories. Well, for a female, that could be as little as four teaspoons a day. And if you're drinking a regular soda or one of those designer coffee drinks or having any kind of a dessert, you're already over the limit that our government, you know, set. And Americans eat over 150 pounds of sugar per person per year, which means that most people are eating 800 calories from sugar sugar. Every single day, and that's not even food. You know, there's no fiber, there's no nutrients. It's an anti-nutrient. It's it's destructive to every bodily process, and, and, and linked to just about every disease. I mean, there's wonderful books written on the deleterious effects of sugar, starting with "Sugar Blues" by William Duffy in the '50s to "Suicide by Sugar" by Nancy Appleton. I mean, there's just so much information in the documentary. Fed up. And, yeah, I was about
0: and, to say that. <laughs> yeah, so so
1: it's it, it's like you know it's just it's just bad stuff, but fruit is great. It, and I, I I don't want people to dessert dessert. I mean, I make delicious, you know, I, I have a champion juicer and a Vitamix and a Yonana's machine. I'm, I have ice cream every night, but it's made out of frozen fruit and it's, but it's absolutely delicious. And when you, you know, when you stop eating sugar, real food tastes amazing. I mean, like I didn't eat fruit till I was 43. And now it's like, sometimes I think it's just too sweet or eating things like a Hawaiian sweet potato or a Japanese sweet potato. I mean, it's not about, not having pleasure in your life and not indulging your sweet tooth. It's just doing it in a very healthy manner and um, that, that's what I recommend for people. They will feel better and they will get used to these healthy foods and actually crave them and, and love them and as much as they love their current diet, but it, it, but it is hard making that change, especially if everyone around you is, is eating in a different manner. It can be very uh, difficult.
0: Okay, I love what you just said. I have two really important things to say. First of all, Fed Up is an amazing movie. Go see it, Food Heals Nation. If you had not, it, it really, really put it into perspective because I knew it was bad, but this really made me see how bad it was and how much we are consuming as a society that it's Sugar you're talking about? Sugar, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is hidden that we didn't know. And then my second point is please give us a recipe for the fruit ice cream for right now.
1: <laughs> well, sure. I mean, if you go on my website, eatunprocessed.com, or maybe they're maybe they move to YouTube. even my show, The Chef and the Dietitian, I, I do I have about sixty-five or seventy video recipes where I do this. And I know I do it in the Onanas machine, which you can now get at like Costco or or Bed Bath and Beyond, you know, for, for less than fifty dollars. But basically, You just you put the you have to freeze the banana first. Uh, I like using bananas because they're a low water, high sugar fruit, and they're very creamy, especially when you're not using dairy. And you have to make sure the banana is ripe, and you have to peel it, and then you freeze it, and then you really just put it through one of these two machines, the Champion Juicer or the Yonanas. And what comes out is like sorbet, and it's delicious. Now, if you don't have those machines, if you have a high powered blender like a Vitamix or a Blendtec, you can do the same thing, but you need to add a little bit of liquid, maybe some non-dairy milk because it, it won't process without any liquid, but it's still creamy and delicious. And, you know, I love mixing fruits, bananas and cherries and, uh, you know, pineapple and bananas with a little coconut for pina colada. I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely delicious. And even kids will eat this. That's, that's what's really, really cool about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I love that. So I'm going to go look up your recipes on YouTube, on your website. Where can everyone find you online?
1: So it, I'd love for people to go to my website, eatunprocessed.com and sign up for my mailing list and they'll be notified because I do live cooking webinars about once a month that are really, really fun. You can watch from the comfort of your own home and learn, you know, up to 10 different new recipes while you're enjoying uh, the show. And speaking of the show, my television show, Healthy Living with Chef AJ, you can watch the episodes on your device or your television through Roku or Apple TV, or you can go to o-o-dy-tv dot TV.com and 10 of the 13 episodes have already aired, so they put those up and they put the recipes up there as well. If you live in Los Angeles, I'll be speaking at the Take Back Your Health Conference at the Beverly Garland in Studio City on Saturday, April 9th. And the next day, April 10th, I start my four week ultimate weight loss program in Sherman Oaks. I also teach monthly cooking classes where you get to taste all the recipes, and that's really fun. So, Come see me. It's a, somewhere in uh, California. If you're if you're there, if you're not there, I, I go to other places too. I mean, I'm, I'm usually one different one different state every month. I just got back from the holistic holiday at sea cruise. Uh, this month I'll be in Texas at Marshall, Texas. They have a big event, and so I try to do one fun thing every month. There's a great one in Vegas, by the way. Everybody likes to go to Vegas. It's called Health Healing Happiness. It's it's June 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Tuscany, and that's a really fun health event, and it's very reasonably priced, and I recommend that because, hey, who, who doesn't want to go to Vegas, right?
0: I know. Are that's you speaking a, at, that, at that? I am one?
1: speaking at that one with with some other wonderful uh, speakers, uh, Dr. Joel Furman for example, Dr. John McDougall. And that's a really fun conference because it's in Vegas.
0: Yeah. Okay. I didn't know about this one. I'm
1: there. That's a good one. That sounds awesome. Okay. Can you leave us with a tweetable? Sure. Well, you know, one of my favorite things that I say to all my clients is, If you're not hungry enough to eat vegetables, you're not hungry. And so that's uh, one of the things that I'm known for saying. The other one is, is, you know, a lot of people say, okay, well, I'm going to go on this diet or I'm not going to eat sugar, but I've got to have this stuff in my house for my kids or company. And one of the things I tell people, especially addicts, is if it's in your house, it's in your mouth. So just remember that.
0: I love both of those. Thank you. Those are great. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Chef AJ. We learned so much today. We really appreciate it.